Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe. We also have Shiler from B1029, and we are recapping and discussing some of the big entertainment stories from the week of May 8th, 2023. This one, we have a lot of, like, drama. I mean, we always talk about drama, but this one just seems like, whoa, it's drama. Messy. Like, hang on. Like, back it's up. Messy. Back up a minute. <laughs> give me some give me some breathing room here. So let's first start with this. So if you remember way back when everyone knows that Francia Reza and uh Selena Gomez are best buds. In fact, uh Francia donated her kidney to Selena. That was uh, back oh yeah, 2017. So it's been, you know, six years. Mm-hmm. And so there's been a report, and actually it's it Francia's dad. What's what's his 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 name? La, La what is El it? Kuku- El Kukui. That's it. El Kukui. He goes on this uh, Spanish news sto- news station or news program, and basically says that his daughter Francia and Selena Gomez just aren't talking, and the reason being is because Francia is upset with Selena Gomez's drinking apparently, and like, hey, I didn't give you my kidney just so you can go party. I gave yeah. you my kidney to, you know, save your life, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. And so also there's TMZ reported, too, that Francia has been kind of dodging some questions regarding she and Selena's friendship. And this has led to some bullying, I guess. In fact, you know, Francia says, you know, look, quote, now I'm being bullied as I as I am, and it's messaging with me or mess messing with me mentally. To me, it's n- not what anyone wants for someone. And she's literally out there saying, please stop. So I don't understand why it's not stopping. Hmm. And so, yeah. And, and still, I mean, look, Selena Gomez fans, they, they can be a little brutal at times. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, they, they, they are, they, they just, Hmm. They don't play especially, nice. especially for someone like Selena Gomez, who is constantly preaching like not to bully and not to be like hateful. You know, that's always been kind of her platform is that she's she's more like she's been the victim of Justin Bieber's for so long that she's just kind of recoiled into herself. She's not been super outspoken about a lot of stuff. So her fans are they it's almost like they feel like they have to protect her because she will never come out and say like. You know what I mean, like she's not going to be like Taylor Swift, who's going to write songs about it and talk amicably about it. I mean, she's written songs about it and stuff, but I mean, her fans, they're, I mean, they're like an army. Oh, yeah. In fact, with, with her and, um, uh, uh, Haley Bieber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's also, was it one of the Jenners too at one point? Yep. Kylie. And then of course, yeah, Kylie. And then of course, Justin. So, it seems like just lately, Selena Gomez has kind of been the center of some alleged feuds. And now this one allegedly with her best friend, Francia. Francia. Well, and um, to me, this is a red flag. Because, okay, so back in my hometown in Illinois, there is a girl that I've grown up with who had to have her kidney replaced or, you know, needed a new kidney or she was in like stage three or four kidney failure and got a donated kidney and, you know, not that she, she's like a drinker or anything, but like I'd see her out. She cannot have alcohol. Like that is a huge no-no when you have, I mean, the kidneys and the liver, that's what helps filter your body of toxins. And that's what alcohol is. It's a toxin. It's literally poison. 
So when you're working, you know, kind of at a handicap with either one kidney or a donated kidney, like you can't, you really should not be drinking alcohol at all. So uh, Francia's father is completely correct. And I think that the fact that there's such a disconnect between the two girls, I don't think Selena is as golden girl as her army believes that she is. Yeah. I mean, it's like she's just constantly in drama. And like you notice, like, yeah, Haley is kind of a, a mean girl. And we've seen her do some things and say some things that are very passive aggressive and mean girl-esque. And Selena just doesn't say a word. So it's like, what is she like gaslighting like Haley Bieber to act so that Haley acts a fool? And then she can just go, mm, uh-oh, look. See now my friend, now my followers, they all hate you. And she can just pretend to be innocent the whole time because she's right. clearly not innocent if her best friend literally the girl who went under the knife and gave her a whole organ right is turning her back on her or at least has some sort of bad blood with her yeah and and look i mean i i kind of feel that look as a best friend and as someone who gave you a part of themselves you know obviously if, if selena goes and has a drink every now and then i'm sure that's okay but if it's to the point where it's like, hey, are you you're kind of partying a bit much? I didn't I didn't give you my kidney just so you could go party and you don't have to worry about anything anymore. I'm like, hey, j just cool it. And yeah. And, and if Selena did not like that, well, it's like, well, you know, she's kind of had maybe has a point. She did give you a part of herself, yeah, you know, willingly. And to have you do that, it's like, hey, you know, maybe you need to back off a little bit. Well, and to me, like, Francia's father speaking out the way he is. By the way, his name isn't El Kukui. He's a, he's a radio DJ. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's not really his, yeah. It's just, that's just his, like, radio like, name. Radio like, name, yeah. Fun fact, El Kukui is the name of, like, the um, Spanish boogeyman. So that's what that comes from. Oh. So he's, yeah, he's kind of a badass, okay. I guess. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think he's, he's definitely coming from, like, a place of, like protection it's like this right. is very much like what my dad would do if he felt like i had been wronged and he had an opportunity to speak about it because he's not saying anything necessarily negative about selena but calling out the bs and yeah it's like the fact that she literally gave you an or she saved your life and then you can't even mention her as being one of your true friends in the industry like in that interview that infamous interview oh, where yeah. she said that she was yeah. only friends with taylor swift like that was her right. only friend. Like yeah, there's that's, been that, that's pretty shady there. Yeah, there's been subtleties where Selena has kind of shown her butt a little bit and and not been a good friend to to Francia despite everything they've gone through. I mean, on, on one hand, like yeah, if if you gave me your kidney, I'm I got you. You got me. Like we are beyond friends at this point. We're you know what I mean? Like we're beyond family. We are one. Like, but. I don't know. Like you still, I don't know. I think, I think Francia is kind of fed up and I'm, I'm very interested to see in the, what could potentially be like the Selena Gomez downfall. If, if she really is like more of a mean girl than we've been able to see, if anybody's going to know that it's going to be Francia. So I'm, I'm waiting for a tell all interview or book something. Yeah. So we'll see, but, um, 
you know, yeah, I, I, it's not like she's trying to tell Selena how to live her life. It's just, you know, she's concerned about her health, obviously. And well, then, yeah, look, an I, don't, I don't really have another kidney to give you. So this is, yeah. It. Well, it's, and it's an insult when you, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I feel like that's, I don't, I don't know. If, if, if you, if you needed a car or needed to borrow my car and I gave you my keys and was like, yeah, just, you know, just take care of my car. No problem. I got you. And then you, you know, wreck it or you, you take it to a demolition derby or something and you bring it back. And you're like, what? I mean, there's your car. I guess fine. Like, I, got, I got it back to you. It's like, that's so insulting, though. Like, I did something out of the goodness of my heart and you just kind of insulted me after the fact. So I don't, yeah, I don't blame her. And I don't, I don't blame uh, El Kukui either for being a little frustrated with how laissez-faire Selena seems to be treating her donated kidney. Yeah. Speaking of insults, this one when I when I saw this story and the tweet from Doja Cat, I was a little insulted. Dude, I don't know how you felt, but I was like, whoa. I mean, if 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 you're a huge fan of Doja Cat, I would almost be like, you know what? Screw you. I don't want to. Yeah, not no more anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's what happened. In case you didn't, in, in case you missed it, uh, last week Tuesday, Doja Cat tweeted, "Quote: Planet Her and Hot Pink. Those are her two albums. Were." cash grabs and y'all fell for it now i can go disappear somewhere and touch grass with my loved ones on an island while y'all weep for mediocre pop now dude yeah so let's let's recap here so hot pink has her song say so Mm -hmm. which was like her breakout single um also features like that um planet her features kiss me more with SZA. Mm -hmm. also woman Mm-hmm. You're right. Get into it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell me that those two albums may be cash grabs, but those cash grabs did make you a lot of cash. Yeah, and created her. And created her, right. <laughs> like, the I fact feel like that she's relevant. Two, two cash grab, and I'm using air quotes, cash grab yeah. albums, I don't know if Doja Cat would be where she's at right now. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And it's it's so insulting to to say that, to to address your fans that way, I think. I mean, Doja Cat has been in, like, a weird vibe lately. Mm-hmm. It's like ever since she, uh, like, shaved her – well, I don't know if she's – maybe she's just always been like this. I'm not a huge, like, die-for-Doja Cat fan. Um, but I, I, think, I think that, especially working in radio, it's like – well, I, you hear her all the time. Somebody loves yeah. her. I mean, she's very, very popular, and she's she's got the earworm down because I've had "Kiss Me More" stuck in my head for years at this point. <laughs> but like, it's 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 so insulting. It really is to be like, yeah. oh well, here's your mediocre pop, uh, girl. You made that mediocre pop. Your name is attached to it. So is I mean, are you proud? Like you. Like, you're proud that you got us. I'm using the air quotes, too. Like, did you? Oh, gotcha. But, like, this is your legacy, sis. Like, is this, like, are you are you, are you you okay with that? Like, saying, like, that what you're going to be known for for eons is mediocre pop so you can make a buck and run away? Like, ew. Now, last month, she did say that she's no longer interested in pop. She says, quote, no more pop. And she tweeted this saying, quote, pop isn't exciting to me anymore. I don't want to make it. That's fine. And there, for a while, she's kind of been talking about 
doing some other different types of genres. Yeah. And she did announce the next uh, title of her next album, which will be called First of All, after she offended every one of her fans. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's been talking about it for a while, about doing something different, um, which is fine. You but know, she wants to be a uh, rap, right? Yeah, sure. Like more exclusively rap? Yeah, I she don't... does. It wants to be more rap based. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that's so, pop, babe. <laughs> like it's, you know what I mean? Like she, she kind of rapped a little bit in some of her songs. Yeah. I mean, if you think about like early Nicki Minaj, I mean, some of Nicki Minaj's earlier stuff was a little bit pop based, like super bass yeah. and starships, you know? Um, and you don't see Nikki bashing that. No, not at all. I, so, uh, yeah, I think for Doja Cat to say that yeah, may have may have put a uh, large dent in her career. We'll see. I mean, look, she she's got she whenever the next album, first of all, is going to come out, we'll see how it does and how it sounds. If people will still buy it, I don't know. Who I'm knows? not. But you're right. She's in she's in some <laughs> kind of weird space right now that. Um, I don't, I don't know if she's thinking clearly, you know, and, and well, and it's, which it's, it's, it's the, like the, the verbiage that she used in the tweet that is kind of concerning to me where she's like, I'm going to go with my loved ones and touch grass. Yeah. Or it's like, she, I wonder if she's feeling like really pressured and I don't know, manipulated maybe by Hollywood. Like maybe, maybe Hollywood is too much for her. And that's what she's saying. She's like, I have to get out of here. So like here, maybe. I'm going to take my money that I made from these albums because Hollywood is turning me into somebody I don't know. And I don't like, yeah. Cause that's, well, that's the only thing I can think of is that she's kind of been like, she's always been trying to be different. Like she's always doing weird stuff with her um, outfits and her makeup and her hair. It's like, she's always trying to be different and unique and stand out. Yeah. And I just wonder if like that's the only thing as an artist she has control over. So so she does do that, you know what I'm saying? Right, just so she stays relevant just so you're like it's it's like a shock factor. Almost kind of like Lady Gaga in a way. Exactly. Like the exactly. Meat dress, the 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 egg vessel thing. Yeah, I want to be taken more seriously as an artist and not just a pop star. I want to be an artist, so I have to be weird. Yeah. And she's well, and nailed Lady it. Gaga, yeah, well, <laughs> but yeah, Lady Gaga is kind of now that she's become more of the actress, she's kind of shied away from that and just kind of is just, I feel like just her. Well, now that she's able to balance both sides of her being a yes. musician and actress and artist, she's all of right. those things and she's more established. I think Doja Cat, like we're just getting early Gaga Doja yes, Cat. I think now. Right. Yep. And eventually I think hopefully doja cat just settles in and finds doja cat and just sticks with it yeah do you think she'll change her name like you know maybe. how like i mean lady gaga is still lady gaga but sometimes she does stuff that's more stephanie yeah i don't know maybe who knows <laughs> i kind of like doja cat but but you're right maybe i, I love maybe it Do yeah maybe maybe doja needs to find that balance like lady gaga did yeah yeah um so in case you didn't know, uh, as we're recording this podcast, we do these on on Mondays tonight on Fox. So when you hear the podcast, it's actually last night. Um, but Fox, we're gonna have to do a, a double episode, maybe. Double so we can episode, recap because it. we're gonna, yeah, exactly right. 
So TMZ <laughs> has a documentary coming out called, well, it came out as you listen to this podcast. Yes. Uh, Britney Spears, The Price of Freedom, aired on Fox. And so there's been, TMZ is just pumping out these stories like uh, Britney Spears is doing way too much caffeine. Like it was like an astronomical amount and some sources and medical professionals are saying that it's it's an unhealthy amount. She's sometimes up for like three days straight. Um, and now TMZ is reporting that Britney's uh, marriage to Sam Asghari is on the rocks. Uh, sources tell TMZ that Britney has gotten alleg- allegedly physical with Sam. Screaming matches have become more frequent. Um, but what's interesting, though, is that so, I've also heard that Sam doesn't often stay at the house with her. Like that he has to stay other like elsewhere to get away from her. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's interesting. <laughs> and scary because if not that you know, not that she needs someone to watch her, but if we're all so concerned about her, shouldn't she have someone there with her that cares for her and doesn't want to manipulate her? You know what I mean? That's going to keep her safe and make sure that she isn't a harm to, or isn't a danger to herself or others. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little concerning that he's not there. Right. Some of the time. True. Now, this, I follow Brittany on Instagram through the station. Mm-hmm. And I will say like her, her Instagram posts within like the last several months are way different. Like she's still doing her dance stuff. Yeah. But like, it's more like inspirational quotes. Um, It's not the, full-blown naked with little emojis covering bits and pieces and not like angry posts lately it's been a more reserved i shouldn't say chipper it's definitely a a britney that's kind of like okay i got everything out i needed to get out now i just need to just be me okay i'm gonna challenge that for a second (laughs) okay because yes Hopefully that is the case, but I also am concerned if perhaps she isn't the one posting anymore. Oh, we think we're back like it is that. her. Yeah, it's like a personal assistant, and that's why uh, the the personal assistant or PR somebody is like, okay, we got to clean this up because you know things are going wrong in the marriage, so we have to make it seem like she's in a good headspace, even though she may not be. But we can't have her post stuff that's gonna show that she's in a negative headspace. You know what I mean? Right. Because then, you know, then the conservatorship could be back on the table. And if if Sam Asgari decides that he wants to step in and say that she needs to be in a conservatorship again, you know, he could very easily turn his back on her if if things are as toxic as they are claiming. Right. I mean, he, we could have another Kev, Kevin Federline on our hands. That well, he's just with her for a cash grab and now he's in control of stuff. It might be that her team is like damage control, so that doesn't happen. Also, <laughs> I was talking to my mom about this the other day because I am I am fed up every time. And th- this is what irritates me about TMZ. I understand like that's your like gossip network or whatever. Like you've got to, they've got always got the scoop, but they always have something to say about Britney. Where are they, where, who are their sources? Why are they getting all of this inside scoop about Britney and why is it always Britney? I feel like every time I go onto TMZ's website, it's always front page something about Britney. And now they have a whole documentary right. that they've been able to, to make. It, that The only thing that really concerns me is that this is a ploy from her family 
to control the narrative mm-hmm. and and cause doubt and insecurity about Britney's health and mental health to reinstate the conservatorship so she continues to be their cash cow. Like, I really do feel like the narrative is being manipulated and TMZ is a part of it. Maybe. Um, They probably made, I would assume they probably made a little bit of money out of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because everyone wants to know about Britney. Here's what's interesting is three days ago, Sam on Instagram posted a reel of he and Britney saying hike with my woman with the heart eye emoji. Mm-hmm. This was three days ago. So I look, I can't say it's, it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't quite believe yet that there's trouble in paradise between Sam and Britney. I don't quite believe it yet, but no, I, th- I think that this is, I think this is a manipulation. I think this is a tactic. To- oh, I, I think so too. I think it's just people trying to make the money off Britney. And yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, Look, will I watch it? No. Will I, will I get the, will I read the recap? Yeah. I want to see That's what I, I have to say. Yeah. It's like, I want to watch it, but I don't want to support it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know. That's how you feel. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I exactly, you know, I believe I am a hundred percent with you on that one because while you want to see what or, or hear what is said and watch what they have to say, you see the stories, you see what's being posted on both sides. Like, look, I just I just said about Sam Asgari three days ago posting a reels with he and Brittany, I with my woman, and then you got yeah. TMZ saying, Oh, trouble in paradise, shouting matches. Like, look, I don't, I don't if there was trouble in paradise, I don't think Sam would have posted that. And if yeah, you, and it, look, and if you follow Sam on Instagram. He doesn't post a whole bunch. And look, Brittany doesn't really include Sam in a lot of her posts either, which is fine. It's more of like just her expression, I guess. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. But I I I I think you're right. It, it's a it's a cash grab, it's a down the rabbit hole, kind of sucker you in, make people yeah. mad. I don't know. I don't know. That's it, to me. To me, I couldn't agree more because it's like Sam. Sam knew what he was getting into when he got into it. Oh yeah. And for someone who's been through such extensive trauma and manipulation, there is, I mean, the fact that her her volume level isn't always screaming and crying and yelling is a miracle. So yeah, yeah. and I think that she's been so unable to get her story out there and be actually heard. So she, yeah, I think that maybe, I don't know. I mean, when I'm passionate about something, I scream and yell. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be, like, anger. I'm just like, oh, my God, did you hear this new album? Or, you know, whatever. It's like you can be passionate and emphatic about things, and it's not an argument. Yeah. So, all right, moving on to more perception. I think it's it's a lot of perception in this episode. Always. So Ben Affleck, J-Lo. Okay, recently now all of a sudden people think these two are on the rocks. The first came from a video where Ben and Jen are walking down a sidewalk. He opens the car door for her. She gets in. He like almost looks like he flings it shut. Now, of course, the, the paparazzi is filming him at this point. 
Mm-hmm. And he looks up and he like, th- like kind of like puts his hands and he like, really? And the guy, the paparazzi guy says, thank you. And he then then goes, I think you got it. Meaning move along. Now there's another episode from the daily mail where it looks like Ben and Jen, they're in a car. Ben's using hand gestures and he's like flailing around and people are like, Oh, well he's getting angry with her. Now look, this is my perception of both of these videos. One, the flinging of the car door. He knew he was being filmed. I, JLo did too. I think he was just like, ah, I'm going to open the car door for you. You know, I don't think he slammed it shut like some people think they did that he did. The second video with the hand gestures, I'm sure he's probably telling her a story because she doesn't look like she's pissed. He's just, you know, how some people, because I do it too. Like if I'm animated about a story, I'm using my hands. And I think that's what Ben is doing in this video. He's just just using his hands. Just all excited. Yeah. And so, and then also two people were wondering about, they felt like uh, on the red carpet for the premiere of her movie, uh, Mother, J-Lo's movie, Mother, there were some alleged tense moments, but also he's, you know, he, they're smiling, they're engaging. The lip reader says something about, I, they believe that he said, you know, hey, come closer. I, look, just like we talked about previously when these two first got together back in the early 2000s, how the paparazzi was always there, always trying to control the narrative, and it was just too much. And I think that with this time around, Ben and Jen don't want that to happen because they've already been through it once. And I think that people are just taking this way out of context. You know, this irritates me so much because as we've seen, Ben Affleck notoriously does not deal well with the paparazzi. No. (laughs) We have seen for years that he just does not do well being photographed or videoed or whatever when he's just existing and he, he gets, his fuse is so short. He has been in Hollywood for 30 years years yeah over 30 years he's been dealing with this stuff like i would be fed up too i would be so frustrated and he's like i'm just trying to get coffee with my wife like i'm just trying to exist and he's so over it and he knows i mean he married freaking jennifer lopez so he's gonna have it but it doesn't have to be he doesn't have to be happy about it I mean, there's so many indications that he's just exhausted with being hounded and harassed. And it's just that he's just over it. I don't think he's. I don't think he's mad at anybody except the invasion of his privacy is is frustrating, of course, as it would be. Exactly. And so, you know, the Daily Mail posting the, the video you know, I'm saying, oh, he's he was way wagging his finger, uh, looks visibly frustrated. He does not look visibly frustrated. He looks like a guy that's telling a story and he's just animated. I mean, you can ask my wife. There are times when I'm in the car and I'm just telling the story. And it's not a bad story. It's not a frustrating story. It's just something you're animated about and you're using your hands. And I think Ben is just one of those guys that he gets animated and he's going to use hand gestures and whatever else. And then immediately, because we got to sell the story, ooh, he's waving, he's wagging his finger at JLo. He's got to be mad. 
There's got to be trouble in paradise there. Yes. Oh, he flung the car door shut. He opened the door for her. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I. It doesn't I am, matter if, I mean, if he like literally slammed it shut, I think we would know if he slammed it shut. Yes. Well, and the thing is like, I will never, ever, ever defend Justin Bieber. <laughs> but like, I feel like he also gets a bad rep with, with the paparazzi as well. Cause it's like, whenever he is doing anything with Haley and there's flashing lights, there's people, he always has this irritated look on his face and everyone's like, there's trouble in paradise between Justin and Haley Bieber. And it's like, no, he just doesn't like he's just existing and he doesn't want you to be harassing and hounding him. And then you're because he knows you're going to take this picture of him rolling his eyes and you're going to share it to every news, every news feed you can saying, oh, we asked Justin Bieber how his marriage was with with Haley Bieber. And he rolled his eyes. It's like, what? Like, I feel like that's he's always the, the yeah, the, the paparazzi is always going to make you feel and look like a villain when they can't manipulate you. Right. Yeah. That's their way of manipulating you. Like, oh, you don't want to give us a statement? Cool. All right. They're getting a divorce and <laughs> publish. Like, right. And again, it's all about the perception. It's the way that it, the perception is look, Ben and Jen, I think, are fine. Yeah, didn't this and, happen at the award? What award show were they at? Oh, when it was he at the Grammys. Well, yes. we, got, we got the sad Ben Affleck. The yes. sad Affleck. He's bored or whatever. He, and he, well, he's, yeah, he's just like he look, like you said, he's he, been in Hollywood for over 30 years. Yeah, I mean, what? he's just like, okay. And he even specifically said, he's like, no, it's not that I was bored or anything like that. I could just see the camera panning over to us and I didn't want to deal with it. Like yeah. The, the answer is right there in front of our faces. He's told us this for years at this point. Right. Like he doesn't no. like paparazzi. He doesn't like being like put on camera no. unexpectedly. It's like and, and okay. I think JLo does a better job with it. Um but look, I think ben JLo Affleck loves knew. it. Oh, I I agree. Yeah. And look, I'm sure that, you know, look, Ben knew getting back with JLo, what was going to happen? I mean, you can't just sit there and be like, I didn't think the paparazzi is going to care that much. <laughs> really? Yeah. Let, no, they're going to care even more. Here. Yeah. Yes. So I, I'm sure that he was hoping that, like maybe the dust would settle a little bit. Yeah. You know, but I mean, look, he's got movies coming out. She's got movies coming out. They're going to have to do the red carpet thing. Yeah, they're, they're going to, I mean, right now they're kind of one of the top, celebrity couples that everyone wants to follow because i mean just because of the history between those two yes you know so look the next time we see ben using his hands let's let's really look at it closely and be like do you really think ben is really that angry does jayla look feared for her life does she look like she could just slap him no is ben like visibly angry no he is animated did Ben really slam the car door? No, Ben did not slam the car door. He was just probably pre-coffee, like my wife likes to say. <laughs> yes. Pre-coffee does not want to deal with it right now. And you know what? We've all been there. We all know what that's like. They have yeah. the same type of reaction, emotions, certain things that we do. And you know what? If it was, if it was Ben post-coffee, probably would have been like, okay, thanks. Not exactly. 
it's all good. Let's let let's cool off a little bit from it and and move along. And also, do we know what was said to him prior to the quote unquote right. door slam? Like, you know, what did they did they say something to get an angry reaction from him just so they could exploit it? Yeah. Now the the recording shows. I mean, the guy's just standing there, but obviously, you know, Ben and J Lo know they're being recorded. I mean, you can't tell me they were walking the whole block block and a half and not realize the guy standing there i mean if you watch the video he's i mean there's no way they they can't miss him yeah so anyway yeah that let's let's not turn this into something that it's not exactly all right finally our was story and shyler alerted this to me before we started the podcast and <laughs> I, I i have to know more now because taylor swift fans sometimes I feel like go way off the deep end, way down the rabbit hole. And so apparently, Shyla, there is the alleged rumor of a Taylor verse. A Taylor verse. Okay, so I came across this on TikTok. Um, the Swifties be doing way too much all the time. And it's so funny because it was like a perfect lead into the story. Speaking of looking for something that doesn't exist, <laughs> the Swifties are so obsessed with trying to find um Easter eggs and hidden secret decoded messages in Taylor's music, in her outfits, her music videos, her tour, everything. So like I have been, I've been on Swifty Talk for a while. I when I scroll through, there's a lot of videos. Of course, you know, it's era's time. There's the tour going on, uh, lots of videos from the concerts and whatnot. And I came across this video and I I spent the better part of my morning, like an embarrassing amount of time I, I spent watching this kid's videos. It's a TikTok user at 13 Ty Wilson. Um, and it started off saying that they believe that there is a Taylor Swift cinematic universe. And it's what? a and it's and it's hilarious because this kid broke it down in you can't make this up, 13 parts. As we all know, Taylor Swift's favorite number is 13. I don't know how he was able to do this in like 13 parts, but it was hilarious. Um, and it's all her music videos. So it has zero to do with any of the actual content of the songs per se. And it's all to do with the videos. So the music videos, they start with Tim McGraw. And that's the beginning of the Taylor Swift cinematic universe. And he they explain how um, there's different versions of Taylor. And now we quite literally have Taylor's version of her albums. So they believe that this was this was written in the stars. This was supposed to happen from day dot. That she would have to re-record all of her albums or do something different. Like that was always her plan. <laughs> and that we start out with there's there's one Taylor, and Taylor doesn't realize that. In the, in the Tim McGraw music video, she doesn't realize that she is a, a powerful, magical being. I swear to God, these these Swifties, I cannot. That she is she is essentially like a like an omnipotent, like a god, essentially. And that she, you know, is writing this song and she's here in this like forest and she's singing about the uh, about Tim McGraw. And you know, he said uh, one of the lyrics is, "I hope you think Tim McGraw, the song we dance to all night long." And he, this this kid says that when when she danced all night long next to that lake or pond or whatever, that was the creation of Taylor's like magical powers, and oh. she was 
she she cast a spell essentially by dancing all night long. <laughs> I already regret bringing this up to you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she cast this spell dancing all night long and it creates a second universe called um oh god what do they call it it's 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 taylor's universe but it's like that's the beginning of like her her like woodsy enchanted and speak now it's like every single album has a different vibe and a different taylor which we've seen in the look what you made me do video i believe it was yeah uh, where she's got all the different versions of her um in the boxes and whatnot so like that's essentially what these music videos are also alluding to. I, I highly recommend if you've got 30 minutes and nothing, literally nothing to do, go and watch it. Cause it's it is very interesting. Like the reach, like he's got to be spraining something, reaching for these connections. Has has he's he like, been watching her Capital One commercial way too many times? Oh gosh. I mean, I'm surprised that he didn't include that in. Because this is a cinematic universe. Because he could have definitive evidence that supports his theory. I mean, if you if you've seen the Capital One commercial where it's the different versions of Taylor that we've seen in her music videos, it's almost like a hundred percent supports this. Because you got the, you know, the uh, uh, ringleader Taylor Swift. You got the uh, emo, depressed looking Taylor Swift. You got the Early Taylor's, yeah. I mean, there's like yes. all the different versions of Taylor Swift. <laughs> so. And that's what he's saying. He's saying like you, you, the the first Taylor we see is Taylor in a white dress. This is Taylor before her heart has been damaged or broken by by Hollywood or by a lover or whatever. Oh man! But then you also have black black dress Taylor, right? Who's kind of like her alter ego, like her shadow, kind of like her like positive and negative yin and yang or whatever. But then you also have pink Taylor, who's happy, bubblegum, in love, whatever Taylor. You have blue Taylor, and that's her melancholy. That's that's a little bit more sad. You have um, orange Taylor, and that is like sense of justice. Like, I will set the world on fire to right the wrongs that have been done to me, Taylor. Is that, is that the bad blood Taylor? Um. Wh- well, and this is funny because they they are they believe that bad blood even though she wrote it because she was beefing with other artists mm-hmm. aka T- Katy Perry <laughs> yeah even though it's written literally about in the music video in the music in the the cinematic universe of Taylor Swift it is white dress Taylor versus black dress Taylor and it is a huge blowout fight that almost destroys the Taylor verse and then oh, she has man. to come oh yeah and then she has to come back in and save it and revive it and that's lover and it's coming back to life and it's or, or, i'm sorry folklore it's her rebuilding the garden and the woods and everything beautiful and and that's what you know and then then we come down to uh yeah it, it, from Look, literally taylor, from the beginning until now taylor if you're listening you need to contact this guy for your next music video and it's almost like the into the spider verse film you got Straight into up. the taylor verse and this is your next music video where it's just write a song around it i don't know but this this needs to be like a featured taylor swift film for all the swifties that this person has created on one hand it's like is does taylor like watch these videos and go i'm so proud of them they figured it out i'm so proud of them that's that's exactly what i was thinking or is she looking at them and going dang it quit 
just quit telling everybody. Let everybody else figure it out. Like, don't. Know, stop, this is supposed stop to be a secret. Plan. Yeah. Oh, I would, like, I mean, I would like, love like, to spoilers. have someone, someone do like a feature with her with the different like cons- or just different theories about her songs and all about the Taylor verse and just yes. get her reactions as to like what her thoughts are on some of these. I'm sure somebody's like, she's probably like, well, that's actually yeah. not half bad or what yeah. in the world are these people thinking? What have I done? Yeah. And real quick, um, we did find out that the book that we thought might be Taylor Swift's like memoir. It is, oh, yeah. it is not, it is not oh, Taylor Swift's debunked. I believe it is a BTS piece. Oh, so also okay. hype, but not quite Swifty hype, no. <laughs> but there's so many Swifties that have pre-ordered that book now. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe like I don't know. <laughs> well, there's got to be a bleed, right? There's got to be a crossover into the BTS army as well. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sure someone's gonna find something. And you know yes. what? She, she is somehow <laughs> ruling the world. We just don't quite know how yet. Oh, absolutely. Someone will find out. Well, on that note, that's gonna end this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. We're <laughs> gonna recap and discuss some of the big and out there stories in the entertainment world. <laughs> You can uh, listen to past episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to as we drop new episodes every Tuesday. For Shyler, I'm Joe from B1029. We will talk to you again next week.